Hello, you're listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. I am your host, Neil Rubenstein, and today I'll be sitting in traffic talking to stand-up comedian and host of the podcast Max White Presents, Max White. Hello. Hello, Max. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. How's it going over there? How's the, how's the road? The road was great, man. I just got home. I'm in uh, I'm in Patchogue, Long Island right now, driving home from uh, nice. work. How's California? Yeah. You're in California or Arizona now? No, I'm in LA. I go to I go to uh, Arizona tomorrow morning. Yep, I'm still in LA for one more night. It's good, man. The shows have been good. Um, yeah, it's been fun. I think I'm, I like this place a little bit more every time, but still not New York. When you when you take trips out there, are you winging it or are you like booked out? Uh, I book out. Yeah, like the, every time I kind of meet more people, and then I just kind of this time I was booked out pretty much the entire season. One second, um, I'm wait, actually. Awesome. Um, yeah, booked out, and then I'll just like pick up other spots while I'm here. Oh, cool. Excuse me. Yeah. So uh, yeah. How about you? And what do you what are you doing in Arizona? Same thing. Booked out. Uh, just a show. Yeah, my um uh, Thursday tomorrow night. We're just uh, doing this kind of special show. Um, Jericho Davidson. He's like a New York comic. Um, yeah, he does uh, from, Bears, right? Yeah, he's from Tucson originally, and his band's playing there all weekend, and so. Um, I was like, hey, we should, uh, he was like, let's do a special show there the night before all of his uh, concerts start. And uh, so, yeah, so I'm driving over there, and then I fly back to New York on uh, Saturday. Is he in, like, a, a band people would recognize or just, like, a local thing? It's called Tight Fright. I mean, they're pretty big. I think they used to be called Big Bitch, but I think their record label made them change the name. Um, but it's kind of like, uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely a unique experience to go watch. Their YouTube videos are fucking amazing. How about you? Were you booked out when you're out here, or do you just kind of wing it? Uh, yeah, no. I, when I go out, I try to book out. Um, but I don't like I don't like staying in one place. Like I like, you know, I'm like an old you know old punk rock guy. So like I like to be on tour. You know. Yeah, yeah. So like when I go to LA, it's not like like I'm in LA for like eight hours or you know twelve oh, gotcha. hours. Like. Like, sure. you know, San Diego on Tuesday, L.A. on Wednesday, you know, Fresno on Thursday, San Francisco oh, on Friday, Oakland Saturday, like that kind of thing. Cool. Oh, you're doing like the – okay, so you're doing the whole state. That's cool. I still haven't done San yeah, Diego yeah. yet, but I hear, I hear good things. Oh, San Diego's fucking uh, so dope, man. Um, Dude. There's a couple of shows down there that, like, uh, you, you like you got to do. Yeah, I would love to do that. I come back out here, I think, in a month and a half, and I definitely going to try to get down this time. I rented a car this time, and it's so much better. Yeah, I don't know how I, I don't know how I would do it without a car. But L.A., yeah. man, like, I don't know how you, like, just stay in L.A. Like, it's so frustrating to me. Really? Yeah, like, I feel like L.A. is one of those – L.A. is like – L.A. is like the New York club scene. Oh, that's funny. We're like, <laughs> we're like, I could go, I could go six feet away, and just do like a million bar shows. But yeah. LA is like this impossible beast to crack. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I could definitely. That's really funny to say that. Um, I definitely see what you're saying. Um, 
Yeah, I kind of uh, my thing here is I, I like I came out here for the show that I did, and so I had some meetings. I got a free plane ticket, so I was like, all right, so I'm gonna utilize my time while I'm here, and uh, I just kind of really low expectations, just because we live in New York. And honestly, it's, it's my it's not just saying this is my favorite place on earth, particularly for stand up comedy. And so, like everywhere else, I just kind of feel like, oh, I'm along for the ride. What happens, happens. What show? Like, what did you go out there for? What did you get a free plane ticket? What's that about? Uh, I filmed. Are we on the air right now, or are we just chatting? Yeah, yeah, we're rocking and rolling. Oh, sweet. Uh, we're on and rolling. Um, yeah, so I just filmed some bullshit pilot thing, and so I uh, um, can't really get into too much detail on it uh, just because it's weird and nothing ever happens when they say it's going to. Like, I've learned that. Um, yeah, so I just filmed this, like, thing, so I came out here to have meetings, basically get a free bottle of water is what I tell people. <laughs> So, like, as a writer, as an actor, or are you shooting? Uh, that's my show. It's just me starring in it. Yeah, so it's uh, it's kind of like, uh, it's so weird to, to say that I can't get the specifics about, but I can't. So it's just, um, yeah, it's like me going around doing shit, and it's not even really that inventive. And uh, like I said, there's like a million to one chance we'll get picked up, but it's gotten this far, which is kind of cool. Um, so yeah. while I'm out here, I'm just like, yeah, hey, I might as well like meet other comics and, and uh, you know, uh, talk to other people and just kind of some of the shows here I've seen are so fucking good though man like uh, you know Ian Spidance I do know him but not like not on a personal yeah, level yeah. Like you know of him so I, we randomly yeah. bumped into each other and he was just out here and I just saw him at a really good show called uh, The Lyric Hyperion and there's, there's some definitely like really I don't know I, I, I see why people like it here but I definitely am a, a New York guy for sure yeah I, I mean I don't even see how people like it there. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. I yeah, just, that's, that's, I just don't the, get it. The, the club scene is so funny, though, like what you were just saying about, like, um, <laughs> how it's kind of like the club scene. I, I can definitely see that. Um, yeah, I think if you just lower your expectations, like, I'm not shit. I know I'm not shit, so any show I'm on, I'm happy to be on. And uh, I have a better experience than people that, like, even my friends out here that kind of put a lot of pressure on themselves to be like, we got to get on this, we got to get on that, and we got to be seen, we got to hang. It's like, that's weird to me. It's just not my yo, style. That, yo, that's just it. That that hang. And it changes people. It changes people <laughs> from like, like I know cool kids who like, fuck that hang bullshit. They're going to be here to work. Yeah. But then they go out there and they're like, oh, I got to hang. I'm like, what? Dude, hang. No, we gotta work. That's funny. I don't. I don't know how you're supposed to get better. I mean, I couldn't do it that way. Right. That's I mean, exactly what I'm saying. But I mean, saying. people pull. Yeah, and it's very clicky. You know what I mean? It's uh, particularly like they definitely have their own systems out here. You know, like the comedy store and stuff like that. They definitely really have. Um, you know, like almost like their farm teams. I would say, like the comics that start there, work their way up, and then become whatever you become, comic or whatever. But uh, it seems like you can tell which those guys are based on where you see them at. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. But, but there's a lot of hanging here, which is fucking, that, that's nuts. Yeah, man. Like, I... like, yeah, they'll go, like, do, like, a two-and-a-half-hour open mic and, like, knock it up, maybe? Dude, yeah, that that happens. It's very – I've been doing a lot of open mics out here, too, along with shows. uh it's so funny, my friends out here, like one of my really good friends, we started comedy at the same, oh, roughly the same time. And uh, it's so crazy. Like, he'll, he'll literally go out for six hours a night to do comedy and maybe not get up. And that blows my mind. 
that blows my fucking mind. Yeah, like, you know, we have, like, the creek. You can run over there, and, you know, within an hour, you can get up and go, you know, lose part of your soul, bomb for three minutes, but at least you're getting on stage. Here you got to... You could, you could get up nine times a night and not yeah, totally. sweat, like, not even sweat. Dude, totally. And then, you know, here you got to drive, and you got to park, and you got you know, to hang. <laughs> I could get up, for real, like, not even exaggerating, being a jerk, whatever. You could get up six times on a Tuesday night without leaving lower Manhattan. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you're definitely right. And so here it's funny because, I mean, I think I, the most I did in one night here I think was four so far. And it was fun just because you're kind of driving over there too, but, like, I mean, it, it was a, a lot of moving parts for sure. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I didn't do four. I did, I did three. No, three was the most I've done. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I hear story. I get stories back from those cats, and I'm like, I don't know what you're doing out there, bro. Yeah, I mean, just seeing my, I, I just can't imagine if you went out to go do stand-up comedy for a night of open mics and don't get up. That was like, the first time I ever visited here was a couple of years ago to do like, for comedy purposely, and like we were supposed to do open mics had no shows, and like I was like, dude, we've been in a car for like five hours. We haven't done any sets. That is insane to me. Insane. Insane. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess if you're, I don't know, it's like that a lot. Is it, have you heard that saying? I don't, I don't know if it's true, but it's, they say, like, you go to New York to get good, you come to L.A. to get famous. Have you heard that? Yeah, I've heard that, but I don't know. Bunch of old weird dudes tell me that. I don't, I don't know if it's true, but I just thought it was kind of interesting. Maybe. I don't know, man. I, I, again, like, you know, you're like a skater dude, so you, you probably have, like, a lot of the same sensibilities that I have, like... You, you're gonna tell me that, and I'm gonna be like, "No, nah, I'll do it the other way. I'll do it my way. Cool thing." Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, cool. all right, As nah, you, dude, don't a, don't yeah. tell me what I gotta do. I'll do it. <laughs> For sure, it's like a saying. Well, and the people that the people I always hear mention that, like, you know, uh, have probably haven't lived in either of those places, so I just think it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but I know I, I understand <laughs> what they're saying because it's like yeah. you get a lot more sets. Like, I, I get the logic behind it. Um, but then, I mean, maybe, like, if, maybe there, if there's an, if you're a plugged in LA guy, man, you're probably running around like a crazy person get a bunch of sets in. So I don't know how to become that guy because I'm not. So yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I don't, I guess if, if you pay your dues there the way you pay your dues here, it's sure. Just, at the end of paying your dues, you're not a better comic. Here, at yeah. the end of paying your dues, you're a goddamn good comic. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. And, like, at least you can – I mean, it just goes back to, like, the amount of minutes you're getting on stage in New York. Even if uh, – you don't without, if you didn't even have a name, like, I mean, literally, if you're just, like, your name was number four, you could still get, like, six shows – or not shows, yeah. six mics, stage yeah, time, yeah, yeah. And, and no one will ever care about your credits or whatever the fuck. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Go, go go eat a bag of dicks on stage like we're, like we're all doing, and you're fine. Here, it's yeah. just like, where have you done? And, you know, I mean, and, again, that this is – an, I mean, a New York comics perspective on what I'm seeing out here. That's just what I, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, people, I feel the same way. I mean, I'm sure people, but, but like I said earlier, like, there's people that did have my perspective that went there, and now they're telling me about the hang, and I'm like, all right, man, like, tell me about the hang. The hang is crucial, <laughs> apparently, but I did, I, I'm fortunate to have friends and all groups of people in like six hours hanging out in one spot is pretty gnarly. And plus, how do you afford that beer budget wise? 
Like, oh, that yeah. is so expensive. Yeah. You're like $6 beers and shit. I mean, hang on, drink seltzer water. But then I have this weird Midwest thing in me where I feel bad about occupying, like, a business owner's bar space if I'm not drinking. You know what I mean? Like, am I just, <laughs> yeah, like, totally. wasting? <laughs> I feel guilty. I'm weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, I, I agree, mean, though, because everyone's got, like, a fucking drink minimum, you know? And... Yeah, and, like, no other people on Earth, like, treat, uh, like, someone else's stuff worse than comics. Like, you, like comics will walk into, like, a place and just plug their phone in without even asking. Like, we're a real – it's almost as bad as skateboarders. Not quite as bad, but, but pretty gnarly if it comes to it's that. It's pretty like, – yeah, I, I – yeah, definitely. Like, I've seen people come into, like, a restaurant for an open mic and, like, yeah. bring their own, like, bring their own bread and peanut butter and, like – make a sandwich on a table. And it's like, what are you doing, totally. though? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I saw a good one here, though. I will say one thing. I think the junkies slash homeless people out here are more brave than New York because the weather's nicer, so they don't have to, like, worry about surviving. So I saw right. this, like, full-on meth head lady walk into a Del Taco, and, like, I just heard, like, a loud bang, and she unplugged the 220, like, the outlet to the Coke machine behind it to plug in her cell phone. Mint. So good. It was amazing. So I could not. It, it was all like teenagers behind the counter, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And the ladies just like, rah, 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 like speaking messy. And it was Brad. I was like, "Damn, that, that's next level." That's so good. But that, I feel like that's just like what some like NYU kid would do here. <laughs> well, I think the NYU kid would know that a, a cell phone won't go into a 220, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, that's maybe a, not. That's pretty no, wretched. Maybe not. <laughs> That'd be funny. But they would, like, get electrocuted, then sue the place, and then own it. Yeah, yeah, probably. yeah. Totally your, totally your fault. Dude, your wall blew out my phone. Like, what? You need to plug it in there, jerk off. Bro, somebody's got to pay for this. It ain't going to be me. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. All right, so how did you, uh, how did you end up where, well, what do you, what, what's your story? Oh, my story? Um, You're a Midwest cat, right? Skater? Yeah, from Michigan. I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. I uh, moved to New York to get better at the open microphones. And, um, yeah, I moved here or moved to New York almost, I think it was almost three years ago. So pretty new in terms of that. But, um, yeah, just uh, wanted to get better. And where I'm from is, like, Really, really good scene, but you can maybe get up twice a night if you're hustling, you know. And, and you know, in a course of a week, you're spending hundreds, of, hundreds of dollars on gas, driving all over the state. And then um, I started doing Chicago, which is three hours away from where I'm from. And then that, that, you know, in, in one night you could do four shows in a night, or four spots, you know, like some shows mixed together. And then I was like, man, I want more of this. And then it kind of felt like, well, if I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna leave, I might as well go to like. The way I look at it is, like, I might as well go to, like, New York and, you know, well, I get a little bit pregnant, you know, go all the way to New York. So, yeah. <laughs> so, and so then, yeah. Rapids, I guess? You're yep. from that side? Yeah, yeah. From there. And then, uh, yeah, went to – actually, I used to live in California, like, years ago. I'm old. But, like, I was out here for skateboarding when I was, like, a teenager. And I moved back to the Midwest, lived in Cincinnati for a bit. And then back in Michigan, I owned a skateboard shop for five years. And uh, when in I decided Grand, to – In Grand I know this was in uh, Grand Haven. It was uh, kind of the suburbs of there, um, and uh, but yeah, just started doing comedy and thought it was really fun. And then I didn't realize that it'd be all encompassing, taking over my life, and that I'm one of the sick people. Yeah. 
And then, uh, yeah, closed my shop when I, because I first moved to New York, and then I had someone running the shop for me. It was really fun. Um, but just couldn't do both. I couldn't balance emotionally and financially. It's too tough to be two places at once. And so I just ended up closing the shop and, you know, kind of doubled down on comedy. And uh, now I'm here. I don't know where here is, by the way. I'm, I'm still a open micer. So, yeah. That's why you call yourself an open micer. That's funny. Yeah, there's a, there's a guy I used to like do shows with. Uh, he's actually an LA comic, but like he always jokes like we're all open micers, and sometimes you get paid for it. Those are like the good nights. That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, I, yeah. No matter where I'm at. Yeah, like I just did uh, like I, every. I just did like a month in London over there doing like really really good clubs, and like dude, I meet so I mean I have really good friends I've met at the open mics, in every city I've been in. But that particularly, you're just like, dude, you see, you learn so much about. A place by the open mics. Seems you know, like what what type of depression is in that crowd? <laughs> it's awesome. So you you travel a lot for comedy. You, uh, you yeah, I try to. I try to. Yeah, I mean, I would say I leave New York every three four months for. I mean, London's a full month. Um, this trip's two weeks. Uh, I try to be in New York as much as possible, but I mean, you know how it goes. Like, uh, no one makes money doing stand up. It's very tough to. I mean, people make money, but I'm not at a level where I could, you know, support myself financially by just doing shows um, in New York. I mean, like, if my landlord took drink tickets, it would be awesome. But, like, uh, so you either have to go do on the road or uh, I'm a writer. So I write for, like, fashion and skateboarding. So that, that's kind of cool. Like, subsidizes income. And then every, like, um, every every few months I'll go do, like, a week or a couple weeks somewhere. Dude, uh, you still uh, you still skate, right? Yeah. Yep. Do you, yep. Do you spend like equal part of your time when you're in, in new places, like doing that and like getting to know like, that culture as well? Uh, yeah. I mean, fortunately, I've been all over for skating before I was a comic, so I've got friends like uh, in a lot of different places, like from skateboarding. So I, I think it's it was it's a lot less. Uh, what's the word for it? It's a, I mean, it's kind of more talking than actually skating now. Uh, it seems because we're all older, but uh, I mean, it's definitely nice because you get to check out cities and see, you know, I've seen a lot of cool uh, dark alleys at three in the morning because of skateboarding all over the world. So um, it's kind of nice because you get to see both sides of it. And plus, it's refreshing too, man. If you're like, uh, if you're just doing comedy, hanging around comedy people all the time. It gets a little kind of over the top, you know. It's nice to have people that don't know that don't know about it. I think. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's fun to like. It's like also, civilians. Yeah, it's also cool to like compare and contrast with them, you know, like. Definitely. Cause, cause like when I don't have skate dudes, I have like you know band dudes that I run into in all these places. <laughs> and you know, it's like compare like this struggle to that struggle, you know, like, what I'm doing is just what I was doing with a band, but instead of, like, playing your basement, I'm playing your bar, and, you know, like, totally. I don't have to hear, like, your show's already set up, so it's not yeah, it's, Dude, it's funny, I was never, like, a musician, like, I've, I've tried to play guitar, like, ten times, like, you know, if I own guitars and stuff, I suck at it, but I've never been, like, the artist, I've always been kind of more business-minded, and then... Becoming a comic is funny because, like, now I'm starting to see, like, what my other friends are going through. Like, I've been a skater before, you know, all my life and traveled for that. But, like, actually, you know, with risk of sounding douchey, like an artist, you know what I mean? So, like, you're traveling in that aspect. And, like, now I can kind of, like, 
it's funny like talking to musicians now I have a lot more understanding of like what they're talking about when they like go on the road even financial stuff you know what I mean like saving money or like just that road lifestyle of uh, basically your days are completely free <laughs> and then you go to some dive bar <laughs> for four hours or two hours whatever and then you're done and then you go to the next place and do the same thing so that's been kind of a cool education yeah yeah, that's, uh, yeah, you just fucking summed it up in, like, a couple of sentences. <laughs> yeah, what kind of band were you in? Uh, it was, like, a hardcore band. Oh, sick. <laughs> uh, some of my friends are musicians out here. Um, have you heard of Max Sabbath before? Uh, no, I don't so. They mix Black Sabbath and, and uh, McDonald's characters. And oh, like Max Sabbath. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... Got it. No, Max. Has, yeah, yeah. So those are like my. Are you friends with my, guys? Yeah, they're actually uh, the drummer's coming over right now to do uh, my podcast. I gotta have you on. Oh too. my um, god! So I've been Dude. hanging out with those guys all week, and it's fucking insanity. Like seeing those guys play is so fucking. Really, that makes those me want to set my game up. Yeah, those dudes are the best, man. Um, it's so funny. The first time I met them, we met through like a mutual friend, and she was like, "Okay, you're gonna meet these guys. People are asking you like what their real identities are. And you can't tell them. I was like, whatever. This is bullshit. And, like." You know, I didn't know. We were going to some bar show in New York, but I didn't know that I was at place on Rouge Place on Bleecker that has yeah. over a thousand people in it. And people yeah. were at, because we were like, we were backstage, and people were like, actually asking me, like, oh, wait, do you know so-and-so? Like, uh, whatever, Mick Ruffin, or whatever. Uh, dude, they give me so much shit because I never remember McDonald's characters' names. Because there's Hamburglar, that's the drummer. That's who's in the podcast today. It doesn't matter. But anyways, like, it's just cool to see that those guys, I mean, dude, their following is so fucking rad, and the amount of care and like oh, stage presence those guys have is just inspiring. Those guys like they're one of those bands that like transcends everything. Like it doesn't matter what you're into. Totally. Like, yeah. like a, a like a old road dog sound guy is, is the one who turned me on to them. Like he was like because uh, I I program a venue out on Long Island. That's like my day job. Okay. And, our sound guy is, like, this, like, old road dog, like, toured with Twisted Sister, toured with Public Enemy, like, just an old Hell dude. yeah. And uh, he was like, yo, you got to book this band. Did he, like, show me a YouTube clip? I was like, yeah, I do. I do. I really do. <laughs> dude, yeah, there's, I mean, and they're the nicest dudes. But, uh, dude, it's, uh, one of the guys um, runs sound at the Roxy here, like, on Sunset Strip, like, where... You know, like where butt rock was basically invented, yeah. like Motley Crue, and like if when I was here in Joel. What's that? <laughs> I've been there on tour. I've, I've my bands are oh, working. Oh hell yeah. There. yeah! Yeah, Sick. So like, but we were. Uh, he was running sound, and he's like, "Hey, you guys want to go to a show?" And my friend, uh, actually, I'm staying with, uh, is like a huge fucking metal fan, and uh, we went and saw Steel Panther. Oh yeah. Like right. on the Sunset Strip, and we had like VIP. It was like us. Jeremy Renner and Dennis Rodman and like a bunch of other randoms and like the, the the air quote VIP area just like the higher bar area but it was so, so funny. funny it was so fucking rad dude like that was amazing that, that 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 is like just seeing that band on the Sunset Strip is so fucking rad that's crazy yeah those uh, Max Sabbath they're back um, I think they're coming back to New York in March their their next show here is in May and then they're, I think they're coming up or no not May what, what month is that Oh, I think it's. I think it's before the new year they're they're starting another tour. So, are you booking them out this year at that venue? Uh, no, I, I'm gonna look into it. I didn't have them. Uh, 
Hell yeah. This was a couple of years ago that someone told me about it, but... Sick. Well, the drummer's off of the tour manager, so I'll put you guys in touch for sure. He's the best. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the best. And, uh, yeah, that band is fucking... Where's the venue at? How far is it Long Island? Yeah, it's out east. It's, uh, like an hour from the city, 45 minutes if you're, uh, Oh, cool. Lucky. Hell yeah. I'm down to fucking... I'll come out and watch them for sure. They're, uh, <laughs> goddamn experienced. Bunch of wackos, man. So funny. It's funny that you're what um, <clears throat> what was like some of your contemporaries growing up, like skateboard wise? Like anybody? Um, know, I mean, a... I was like as good as the very minimum of what you would get free shit. Like I was never really that good. I was just good enough to be like, you can come too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but uh, just uh, trying to think. Um. I mean, I was always around circles of, like, big, bigger-named skaters. Uh, I still live with skaters now in, in, in New York, you know what I mean? Um, but I would say I don't I, I don't even consider myself – like, I, was, I never went pro. I was, like, barely on any team. So uh, guys my age that would be, like, your Brian Browns or um, – shit, I mean, there's a bunch. Like, Dave Cato, like, guys that are still good friends now. They live down the hall from me. Uh, but they were, like, so much better. I mean, those dudes are, like, real, real-deal street skaters. That's kind of a pussy. Once you get, like, to a point when you start realizing, like, oh, they keep getting better and you still suck, and then you start breaking bones. And, like, oh, I, okay. I moved to, you know, out here, then I, I blew my knee out, and then, like, having, like, surgeries, and then you're like, what am I? It's like it's like putting yourself through torture to only be mediocre. Like, this isn't a Tiger Woods story. You know what I mean? Like, you're still going through all the surgeries, but just to be, like, okay, like, it's, it's a really weird thing. It goes through your yeah. mind when you're, like, 18 and 19, so you're like, fuck this. I mean, it's, I still love it. I'm around it. I'm still, skateboarding is a major part of my life, but uh, I'm I definitely glad I, I could let the dream go pretty early because there's some people that still clinch well into their 30s. It's pretty gnarly. You're like, wow. So so that's, like, an interesting thing. So, like, because, like, with comedy, like, we all have this dream, you know? Totally. And... Yeah, there's no point where you have to give it up. You know what I mean? Like, you can put it as, like, you can become a hobbyist and still pursue it. So what point What point does a kid say, like, I'm never going to be a pro skater? It's I'm trying to wrap it up. Um, I don't – you know, that's interesting. I was uh, – It was, like, a heartbreaking moment or something? Was it, like – It wasn't for me really at all, like, which is really weird. It was kind of funny. I just remember being, like – Okay, like example of like Zared Bassett, who's the awesome, he's like the best dude. He's as good on the board as he's off the board. He's a big name pro skater, lives in Brooklyn. If you watch that guy skate, it's like super hero, superpowers, like insane. And he's he's older than me. Like like it, it's once you see that, it's kind of like a relief. As honest to me, it was like, oh, I, I can stop pushing. Like there's no way this is happening. So it's um. This is so douchey to make this comparison, but this is what I always think about. I read this thing about uh, dogs once, that, like, if a dog isn't told it's not the alpha, like, like being an alpha is, like, very stressful for a dog. It always has to, like, reinforce the fact that it is the top, you know, the top the top guy, top girl, whatever. The second it's, like, put into, like, a beta or omega like place, it's like, oh, fuck yeah. I no longer have to care. I'm just part of the pack now. That's how it felt yeah. for me. Huh. And it's, it, and it's, I mean, and especially too, I'm from a, you know, smaller area, 
definitely a small market in terms of skateboarding. So when I went to the city, you got these kids that push, you know, New York City every single day. Just being on their boards more than I am, they're so fucking good. You're like, ah, oh, it's a, it's almost a no-brainer. But comedy, to, to run it back to comedy, I think the difference between comedy is, is there's so many different variations of success. You know what I mean? Like, if you get, like, a one-book show a month in New York, that could be somebody's success. Or if you're... I know guys that are, like, you know, road comics where I'm from that, like, you know, they'll play Dubuque, Iowa one day and then mine not North Dakota the next. And they're, you know, they're making a, a teacher's salary and they're happy and then they'll never set foot in a big city because they think there's too many comics there. And uh, that's what I like about stand-up. It, it kind of runs your skateboarding and that you can really have your own success with it. You know, yeah. and, um, I'm, well, only, like, ten people are going to make, like, you know, obviously the, the Louis C.K. type thing or... Kevin Hart stuff. Um, but, I mean, there's so many other levels to it. I think more so than skateboarding. It kind of seems like you're either uh, you're either part of the industry, which is very small, or you're not. That's how that, that's what I would say. Versus comedy, there's so many different ins and outs. I, I always have trouble with that. Because like, I have one friend who's, like, really goal-oriented, like, super driven. And yeah. she's always like, she's always like, what do you want to be? What's your goal? What's your six-month goal? Your year goal? What's your seven-year goal? And, like, for me, I'm like, I don't know, man, because, like, yeah, I want to be on TV. I want to be famous. But, like, also, like, also, like, cruise ship? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, steady paycheck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, steady paycheck a goal? <laughs> I understand that, like, positive reflection. Like, I really do. I totally understand, like, you know, starting a positive reflection, positive, you know, affirmations. Like, I get where you're coming from, but that's just, like, dancing at a wedding. Like, I'm not doing it. It just, it just seems so dirty and corny to me. <laughs> like, like, that's just me personally. Like, if I woke up and wrote a goal down, like, you know, like, if you ever, like, been to, like, you've done, like, a walk of shame in the morning and you're, like, leaving the person's apartment and you see, like, an affirmation above their bed and you're like, what the... You know, it's, it's just... A different style of person, like there's, yeah, there's, there's sure. some people. I mean, it, dude, and it works. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying for me, particular, I had to learn that about myself. Like for me, I just want to keep getting better. I don't care what that comes yeah. in. I just, I just know this. Like I can tell, like because I'm on the road right now in LA. My riding has gone downhill since I've been out here because I'm out late. I'm partying after shows, hanging out with friends I haven't seen for a while. Non-comedy friends, comedy friends, doing all this shit, meetings, which are stupid. And then, like, so, but I know that once I go to New York and get back kind of on the schedule, my writing will ramp up again because I'm back, and I'll have all this two weeks to kind of, like, knock stuff loose in my head of material I want to work on and stuff like that. So I just I just know myself, um, well, not all the way, but learning about myself in terms of kind of, like, riding a wave of creativity and then, you know, living to make more fun stuff and then, you know... That's the nicest part about being a non-topical comic. I don't have to write one terrorist joke or one Trump joke. <laughs> I just have to remember repressed memories. <laughs> uh, yeah, we gotta do that. We gotta have to fucking bum out. Yeah, I you think. just gotta remember that. that like, yeah, that's so funny though. I was just thinking about that. Um, I've got some pups. We all do have friends that are topical comedians, and like, just waking up in the morning and being like, oh. There was Jared from Subway. I got to write, you know, 10 one-liners. And I was like, dude, there's an art to that. And I, I think it's amazing if you can do it. But I'm so glad I'm not that because I could never do that. I like the challenge of that. But I don't 
I don't know. Oh, it's like a writing exercise? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, totally. That's no, probably, I, I yeah. Like, like writing no, it yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I'm just like I'm eternal. I'm internalizing that a little bit, and like, yeah, just I, I don't know. I'm like still kind of on the heels of like the last thing we were saying, where like the positive affirmations of it. I'm just like, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. I don't know anything. Like, same. <laughs> That's like that old quote. Like the older I get, the less I know. <laughs> yeah, or the more yeah. I know that I know nothing. You know what I mean? Like. I just, I, I just, I want to get better, right? Like that's the, that's the everyday goal is to get better. Like, what am I doing today to make myself better? Totally. Than I was yesterday totally. or you know this morning, and there's things that I can do that do that. But then, like, at a certain point, it's like, for what end? Like I see yeah. people suck getting things that would be on my, you know, dream board or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Neil's dream board, that's funny. I like it. What do you, um, you, no, know, I'm saying, like, you know, like like if I were that guy, that positive affirmation guy, that guy who like you know, writes down his goals. Yeah. Like or or if they didn't change every six minutes. Totally. You know, and I can't well, write I just, down my goals and then I see like some like bullshit comic nobody get a thing and I'm like or the worst is when they get the same thing you get. So, like, and I, I know this is so unhealthy, dude. Like, don't, you don't have to tell me. But, like, I'll get, like, a residency at Broadway. I'll win some contests, right? Yeah. And I'll get a residency. And then, like, they'll post my thing. And then the next person they post is someone who, like, I know sucks. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm, like, on their level. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's interesting you say that because uh, yeah, comedy is so fleeting. Obviously, like you have the best set in the world, you feel on top of the world, and then literally five minutes later, you're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it just goes away. And so, yeah, like, what I think was that for? <laughs> for for me, for me at least, I think my expectations and what I want to do with this thing. I just always remember that it is fleeting. That like for a moment, I might feel insecure, like I'm not making shit. Da, 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 but then I just try to remind myself, like, you you don't have to do this. You know what I mean? Like, to me, the payoff is, like, if I look back and, like, listen to my sets, like, especially, like, leaving New York, coming out of New York, and, like, you kind of get to look down the mountain and see, like, how far you climb. You yeah, can do, like, yeah. my home club in Grand Rapids, and, like, the first joke just tees off, and you're like, holy shit, those three-minute creek mics are working. You know what I mean? And then, like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I did that for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I just man, and, and the other people getting stuff is like, I, know, I listen to like Joe Rogan's podcast and all these like really top guys, and we all do. It's just interesting because the people that I look up to in this business, it seems to they all agree with one thing that there's no, there's no like finite amount for success in this. Like there's room for everybody if you do cool shit. Uh, like I honestly believe that. So I, if I find myself focusing on anything negative about somebody else, I'm like. Why am I not working myself? And obviously, you can't do it every time. We're human. We're going to be little bitches. You know what I mean? Like about certain stuff. But like, particularly if I focus on that stuff, it usually means it's like a projection of me kind of blowing it. So I try to like scale that yeah. back. No, I know, man. I know that like that's a negative thing. And I, I have like a homie that like that I talk to for that, like that grounds me. Oh, you met you met him. You're Mike Alcagno. Yeah, yeah, dude, that guy's awesome. Yeah, I met him. Yeah, yeah. They had me out on their uh, their uh, 
the the room over at Governor's. That shit was awesome. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, he was yeah. like, he, he grounds me, man. Like, like yeah. I'll be complaining about something like this, and he'll be like, dude, it doesn't matter. Get better. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, get better. I right, like thank those, you. I like those, like, Long Island club dudes, because I'd never worked out there before, and then they hit me up because I was actually filming my show and uh, doing spots down in Florida, and uh, Mike Tui uh, got a guest spot on the show that I closed out on. We kind of met, and then they had me um, close out their first show at Governor's. And it's really interesting to see kids that are not, – they're not kids, they're men, but I call everyone a kid. So, yeah, like, I get you know, those kidding. dudes are busting their asses. And they're in Long Island, and they're like – I don't know, man, they're hustling. It's, it's sick. They're, like, they're, you know, an hour from the city, so that, and they're also able to make money hosting and featuring and, you know, doing all this shit at, like, Governor's, which is that whole club system I think is – so, I mean, those people are so nice out there. I've done there a yeah, few yeah. times. And, um, but yeah, I, I just like the fact that that Mike, yeah, Mike and, uh, and Bull Tui and, um, yeah, Calgano is, they're just really positive guys. I think that's cool. Yeah. He's a good person to bounce off of, you know, he like, he reminds me, you know what I mean? He's like, yo, dude, what is this? You're like, you know, you're, you're not, you know, whatever. You got this yeah, for sure. And I was like, the, the night that you and I met when we were uh, outside of uh, Lantern at Abbey Show, like they, yeah. uh, it was cool. I liked that those dudes are hustling, they're like kind of filming their own shit, doing their own thing. I, I, that that stuff um, resonates with me because I like people that hustle. Yeah, yeah. And they're like so going he, through the motions. Yeah, Cal Cagno's a fucking a monster when it comes to that stuff. He's like, you know, he works really hard. That's it. Um, I love that. I got, I got nothing but. Respect I think that's why, like. Yeah, that's why, like, me and him get along. I think that's ultimately why, like, me and you, like, got along is, like, you know, you recognize, like, it sounds, uh, real recognize real. Is I was going to say that. <laughs> no, I'm a big fan of hip-hop quotes as well. <laughs> but it's like, no. you know, we're not hobbyists. Like, we're in this to win this. Like, you yeah. know, whatever I, we got to do. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I just, I just don't think it's like, dude, I, I've had really shitty jobs. Like awful, like loading bags for airlines, like fucking over 100 degree weather. You know what I mean? Like like crazy when I was like younger in college and shit. So I know what it's like to have like a really shitty job. So this shit to me is just amazing. I'm like, what are you like? I get to live in New York and I get to talk to strangers and I get to talk to other comics and I get to talk shit. And um, I just I'm I'm very happy with what's going on and anything's just a perk basically like so yeah i mean it, it's uh yeah so but i mean I, but we're all human so we do focus on some negative stuff time to time i just try to restructure my brain when that's happening yeah that's something that's a big uh it's a big obstacle for me lately like i used to not have that problem yeah but lately i've really been like obsessing over some like shitty comics yeah and I mean, being like it, oh. it, it's just the fact that you're able to be honest with yourself and, and like, just say that alone seems like you're kind of ahead of the game. You can kind of recognize yeah. the problem. The next one is to kind of fix it. Another thing, too, man, is, like, you know, like, when I first got into comedy, I was, like, was like, oh, do you write any short films like that? I was like, no, nah, I'm trying to get better at stand-up. But then recently, I just shot my own short film with, like, a filmmaker friend, and, like, we used, like, a red camera. It was, like, so much fun. I wrote, directed it. We did 60 seconds for Instagram, and it was, like, really fun, really challenging writing. I'm an awful actor. Um... But, like, that was, like, a really fun exercise, and it kind of, like, doing sets that night when we were doing, like, pre-production and filming it was, like, really fun because it was, like, I felt like I had accomplished something totally different, but that was kind right. of in the same arena. 
It's like on a yeah. smaller scale. It's like we all want that Woody Allen business model where it's like, you know, you get $2 million in a bag and go make cool shit. So, you know, doing that on a smaller scale, at least to me, feels amazing. Like, you know, doing a little thing, like a short film in the morning and then, you know, going and uh, doing sets at night. Like, I, I don't think I can get happier than that, to be honest. Yeah, there's a there's a comic who has a joke about that where it's like, no one asks a chef if they can farm also. Wait, say that again? No one asks a chef if they can also farm. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Oh, maybe Mitch Hedberg? I feel like that's Mitch Hedberg. I mean, I'm not sure, yeah. but definitely, yeah, I've definitely heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so, a yeah. Mitch Hedberg joke. Because, like, oh, you're a stand-up? Well, can you act? Can you write? Can you do... Can you produce a short film? Like, like now I got to learn how to edit on Final Cut because I want to do stand up. Like, that seems like a weird leap. You know what I mean? Totally. But yeah. Like, but it's like, yeah, no, you got to do that. Like, yeah, and it's, it's just for me, like, it's it's like every time I like see something in comedy where I'm like, eh, I mean, I wouldn't do this. Is not my style, certain things. Like, personally, like, I'm not into comedy contests. It's just personally how I feel. Like, right. just because even after doing them, uh, I've never done any big ones, but just even the smaller ones and friends over though, and like, you know, win some, lose some, I just don't like the way it feels afterwards. I just, I've never been that way. It's, I think it comes to maybe being a skateboarder. I don't like contests and organization as a whole. I'm just not right. a fan of it. So I just steer clear of things that don't make me feel good afterwards. And like, you know, I just, it's like, do you ever know, like, you ever like play like catch football? It's, it's like, Meeting like a girlfriend's brother and dad, and like you're just throwing the ball around. This is hypothetical, by the way. I've never actually done this, but you'll know what I'm saying. It's like when the dad just starts like walks out with cleats. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. what the fuck is going yeah, yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we, are we not here to just tell jokes? Like, that's just me personally. I know you have to do certain. Well, like you said, you can kind of do your own thing, but I know some people believe that you have to do that. And maybe you do. I mean, again, I'm not. I'm not calling you from my mansion, having made it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just, but I'm just saying, you're clear of the things that it's not necessarily, dude, this fucking cops are just hovering over Silver Lake right now. It's like, just fucking handle it. Cause the world series game seven is today. That's why. Um, um but they, uh, no, it, it's, um, I, I just, it, it's just like, if there's something I'm not comfortable doing, I'll do it enough to know that if I'm either get comfortable at it or just don't care for it, at least I tried it. Um, but right. certain things like good contests, I just, man, I'm just not a alpha dude. I'm not, I'm not really a bro. Uh, just yeah. don't, I d that doesn't resonate with me. I'm more of like the, oh, you're doing your thing. I'm going to do my thing. And then we'll both collectively make this a cool show. It's not like, I'm going to fuck this place up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm here to fucking <laughs> fuck ears. You know, that's just not my style. That's funny. Like, Cause I love contests. I love them. Do you really? Yeah, awesome. See, it's, I love it's just them. a difference of but opinion. I get, That's cool. Yeah, like, I get why people wouldn't like them, and, like, I don't like, I, I don't know. I uh, don't, one of my really good, what's that? I don't profile as a guy who would like contests, but yeah. for some reason I love comedy con Like, I feel like my writing is, like, more suited for it. Uh, oh, sick. Yeah, I'm like, like a storyteller comic, so it's just like for me, I just I'm always like, oh, that's a, one of my really good friends, um, uh, Jared Waters, the New York comic from Puerto Rico. Yeah. You know Jared? He's yeah. always on governor. He's yeah. like an actual like collegiate athlete, and so him and I like it's so funny. He'll be like, you gonna work out tonight? Like he'll text me, and I'm like, you mean open mics, you douchebag? <laughs> like we always give each other shit. 
because he's very aggro and like, and he's he's my fucking dude. I love that guy. It's just so funny because we're so different in those aspects. I'm a little bit like that though. Like I'll yeah, I, Cal Cagno too. Like we'll our texts to each other are like, you know, like you hit Mike tonight. Like oh no, I can't. All right. But you suck. I hope you get bad at comedy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, dude, I love that. Yeah, yeah. No, I always say that. I'll be like, uh, or like Jared will be like, he is, uh, uh, he'll be like working out and he posts like Instagram videos of himself working out. I'll be like, damn, dude, you like got all that muscle just to feel bad about you bombing tonight? Like, <laughs> just giving a shit. Yeah. But, uh, he's tight. Uh, that's what's so cool about this, though, is like you're able to mix with all these different people that have different approaches. And, and, and no one's trying to convert you, you know what I mean? No one's like, you got to do it my yeah. way. No, it's just like collectively everybody's like, we're all doing this. I Honestly, I feel this about New York. If you even move there to do comedy at all, I have a lot of respect for you because you don't move there for glory. Definitely not money. If the only reason you're there is to do comedy. If you're one of those guys like us, like I'm yeah. my hat's off to you. If I, if I don't like your material, if I don't like the fucking shirt you wear, at least you're trying. You know, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I get yeah. that for sure. Yo, dude, I just pulled up in front of my crib. Cool, man. Well, it was great talking with you. Thanks so much for having me. I thought we were talking about God and Flat Earthers. I was all hyped. Oh, dude, you know what? We just didn't get to it, man. Like, I, <laughs> I listened to, like, one or two of your podcasts, and you were talking about, like, you know, like, you're atheist and, and, and you're, like, anti-Flat Earth. And I just wanted to defend both those. Like, I'm totally, I'm not, I, I don't believe in God one bit. No, I was telling like, my friend here, <laughs> that's, you know, oh, that's why? That's funny. You're doing research. Um, I was telling <laughs> my friend, uh, my friend's here, and uh, he was like, um, are you, uh, I was like, yeah, it's going to be sick. I'm going to talk about Flat Earth and fuck God. And he's like, dude, you should just play the role of defending Flat Earthers. And I was like, I can't even do that for 10 seconds. <laughs> dude, that's my whole shit. I fucking love it. Dude, that's dude, so rad. I like, love it. I love it. Dude, prove to me the earth is not flat. <laughs> Have you ever been to another country? Like, do you know any of the greatest yeah, so people what? <laughs> what the fuck does yeah. that prove? Have you ever seen a photo of the earth from another planet? Dude, I've seen a photo of Donald Trump with mouths for eyes. It's <laughs> a valid point, man. I can't. I feel like Yo, he don't have mouth eyes. He don't have mouth eyes. How'd they do let's that? Get, here's what I want to do. I want to load the guns up and let's have a full-on debate. <laughs> if you invite me back for a part two, I'm so down. I want to I wanna be not hungover, uh, and I got to be cold and angry because I'll be back in New York, and I want to fucking really just get you on this. Dude, I will gladly do a flat-earth debate. I have <laughs> Listen, I have no proof, no information. I just don't. <laughs> I just know for a fact that no one else does either. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the perfect. That's like the. That's the perfect summation of that argument. Like, it's like uh, I know. But that's I don't kind of. Proof, but I know you don't need it. But that's, that's kind of. That's how I feel about like. That's how I feel about like God too. It's like I don't yeah. believe in him. I don't believe in him because I've never seen any proof. But like, you could also. Tell me, other, like, there's other things that I don't have any proof that I believe in. Like, I believe in yeah, dinosaurs. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, yeah, when it comes to that shit, though, it's like, uh, I, I think, like, atheists, like, fundamental atheists are just as annoying as fundamental Christians. Like, like I, I, everybody is so certain. I'm not certain about anything with that. I just know what. Yeah, that, 
That's exactly it. I have no idea. I have no yeah, idea. Like, I'm going to let you do you, and I'm going to do what I do. And totally. if you're like a red pill guy, you're a red pill guy. If you're a blue pill guy, you're a blue pill guy. Yeah, I don't like that whole thing. It's like, oh, you know? believe in yeah, like I don't really, I don't like that thing where it's like you believe in God, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like I don't, I don't like that. I've got good like, friends. Like Jared is religious, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's that's if it makes you a better person, then by all means do it. It seems silly to me to put faith in something you've never experienced. Yeah, totally. But but ah, uh, all right. <laughs> like you know, it's hilarious. Until you're forcing it down my throat, then, like, don't come at me with this, like, war on Christmas shit, because fuck Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I have just enough shroom residue on my brain to think this, like, how funny would it be if you do die and there is a heaven with a God? (laughs) It would be so funny. (laughs) Like, if those people are right, I think it would be amazing. Like, it would be so fucking awkward. (laughs) Like, told you. (laughs) I think that would be so fucked up. You know, and then you look down at Earth, and it's fucking flat. And you're like, uh, okay, one for, I'm one for two, batting 500. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really funny that, like, all my friends that, like, do bad shit, I want to be with. I, don't, I think, like, the whole idea of, like, I love my friends that are, like, heavenly and all, but, like, you know, there's no, I don't have any 3 a.m. bar stories with Jared Waters. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right, right. I love I love the death. Uh, but the people that I want to be with are the ones that get into some goddamn mischief. Well, actually, I can't say that because Jared is psychotic. He will do weird shit when he's dead sober. But you know what I mean. But it would be really funny, not to run you off the subject, but it would be hysterical. No, no, uh, yeah. I'm wrong. Uh, uh, that, <laughs> oh, dude, that's I'm, just I'm how, definitely. What's that? Yeah. No, no, I'm just like, that's how, I don't know, man. Like, there's a lot of stuff that, you know what did it, you know what did it for me? What's you remember that? the eclipse? You remember the eclipse a couple months ago? Yeah, I was in London. I missed it. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> all right. So, like, you guys didn't see it at all in London? No, no, not at all. It, 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 but they kept calling it the Great American Eclipse. <laughs> it was like on bar, like on every bar TV over London. I just kept thinking, like, this is not helping our like world opinion <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now the sun so, is ours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so like, okay, you didn't see it at all. Uh, here it was like I didn't see anything really. And then yeah. some people uploading photos where it's like pitch black and it's like, you know, everyone has like a different view of it, ten feet away from each other. Totally. Oh, and yeah, for okay. me it was like, and for me it was like, all right, everything is make believe. That right there, I was like, it's all make-believe. People are seeing what they want to see. (laughs) Fucking awesome. (laughs) And and right there, like, that was it. I was like, there's no way the guy across the street from my house has a different view of a thing 40 million miles away. There's no way. Oh, that's so funny. I I just have this picture of you, like I think in like uh, I, I, I like I think in movie scenes. I'm really weird, and I just pictured everyone in like Manhattan, like looking up with their stupid glasses on, and you just barging the crowd, like walking to get coffee. <laughs> but that's what it felt like. That's yeah, what it that's felt so like funny. for me. I was just like, I'm looking up, like I don't get, I don't see it. It looks like an overcast day. 
Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. And right then I was like, I was like, this is all computer simulation. Nothing's real. I was like, the earth's probably flat. We're probably on the back of a tortoise. I have no fucking idea. (laughs) Back of a tortoise. Die 11 was a whole. Did you ever, uh, did you ever. New was actors. (laughs) Yeah. Sandy Hook was the total propaganda. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, of course. Tyson talk on like podcasts ever. You ever like listen to that dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. He, he was talking one day about uh, uh, infinity. Everyone associates with being infinitely giant, like big. You know, it's never ending space. But he was like, "There's also infinite small, and on the right, edge right. of both ends are the other." And my mind just went. I don't even smoke weed anymore, but my mind just went like I was done. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, Neil, you just laid it on thick. That is fucking mind blowing." <laughs> yeah, but like. Prove it. <laughs> That's awesome. Prove it. See what I mean? Yeah, not Neil. I uh, know it's a theoretically theoretical science. I, I can't. Like, uh, like Nate Bargatze has a joke, like that he doesn't believe in science. The way people don't believe in God, he doesn't believe in science, because in third grade he got an F on a paper because he said Pluto wasn't a planet, and then five years later Pluto's not a fucking planet. That's funny. Yeah, the paper, I like I'm like feel weird. I always think like, well, 40 years ago doctors used to prescribe cigarettes to people for yeah. help. So yeah. like, just ride shit out. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Now I, my mind's reeling because now I got to prepare for the flat Earth debate. Like flat Earth debate 2018 is going down. Yeah. It might be. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> And uh, it, 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 you can't quote B.O.B. lyrics. I'm holding you to that. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right Max. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for doing this. Dude, this is awesome. And I'll, I'll hit you up back in New York and I do your show. I think uh, yeah, this month I'm on your show. So thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll see you, uh, cool, yeah, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. We'll see you over there, man. All right. All right have a good day. Later. Bye, peace. Jerk, Neil.